A man stabbed his neighbor over some loud snoring. An Oklahoma bill would ban sending sexy selfies. And a teenager is facing charges for taping fish to ATM machines. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast in the universe. A man is charged with killing his neighbor over loud snoring. Plot twist. It's not a Florida man. This story is out of Pennsylvania. A Pennsylvania man is accused of stabbing to death a neighbor with whom he had a long feud over the accused man's loud snoring that could be heard through a wall connecting both of their homes. Christopher James Casey, age 55, was charged with causing the death four days earlier of Mr. Robert Wallace, who the coroner found had been stabbed several times. Wallace, age 62, removed a screen from a window in Casey's home and opened the unlocked window as Casey happened to be eating dinner. And after a verbal confrontation, Casey stabbed him in the chest with a large military-style knife. Now, according to Casey, the stabber, Casey says... Wallace, the stabby, had not been menacing him or threatening him when Casey stabbed him. They had been having some personal issues for the past year and a half, which prompted several calls to the police. Most of these were over Wallace's complaints about Casey's snoring. Uh, so Casey was the snorer. The stabber was the snorer, not the other way around. Oh, my goodness, another plot twist. I just assumed... The guy that was stabbed was the one that was snoring. <sighs> snoring can sometimes uh, bring you to a place of uh, insanity. I, I can speak of that myself. I share a wall with a neighbor who snores every night quite loud. Sounds like I'm living next to a a walrus with asthma, to be honest with you. I'm, I never, I'm not going to stab the guy. I've never even spoken to him about the snoring. I just deal with it as part of, I guess, what you would call apartment living in a big city. When I was living in New York City, I heard my neighbors doing all sorts of unspeakable things. Now, uh, there's some further details about this. It says here, uh, after about 20 minutes of speaking through the window, so we're going back to the moment the neighbor came over to speak with Casey. Wallace appeared to calm down and wanted to shake hands with Casey, offered to help pay for nasal surgery in order to alleviate Casey's snoring. How sweet of the neighbor to offer to pay for nasal surgery. I mean... I'd imagine that's not cheap nasal surgery and probably not covered under your insurance if you're paying for the neighbor's nasal surgery so that you can get a better night's sleep. Or maybe you can twist it that way. You say, no, I'm losing sleep, so it's a health issue. So can I cover my neighbor's nasal surgery under my insurance? Anyways, Casey unlocked his front door holding a knife and a stun gun under a blanket. Casey described Wallace as being very volatile, very strong saying he's an angry type of person. Doesn't sound like that bad of a guy. He offered to pay for your nasal surgery. Casey had doubts, though, about the character of Wallace. He said he did not believe Wallace's intention of trying to work this out, of trying to pay for his surgery and shaking hands and trying to fix the situation. He thought that was disingenuine, and as a result, Casey decided to surprise him by stabbing Wallace with a knife. Yeah, I just decided I'd... Surprise! <laughs> You're dead! <laughs> That's how I solve my problems. Surprise and stab! Now, after all this, Casey is charged with third-degree murder, voluntary manslaughter, and possessing an instrument of crime. <laughs> I've never heard it spun that way. Instrument of crime. Wow, police department, quite poetic with their descriptive language. 
Well, Casey's uh, going to find out very, very soon if snoring is uh, permitted in a cell block. An Oklahoma bill would ban sending sexy selfies unless you're married. Well, back to sending Polaroids of my junk through the mail, it seems. Oh, boy. (laughs) That's a lot of work. (laughs) Banning sending sexy selfies unless you're married. Who came up with this, huh? Whoever it is is about to get a selfie of my arse. We have an anti-porn bill in Oklahoma. It's so extreme, they're saying. It could even make sexting outside of a marriage a crime. You can't sext out of marriage? You can't send sexy pics out of marriage? How are you supposed to get married if you can't send some sexy photos of yourself? This is how you find love. This is a wide-reaching bill, they say, that would make merely viewing obscene materials a felony. Oh, you're going to have to ban Netflix then. This would also restrict what they're calling unlawful porn distribution and production with enforcement possible through both criminal prosecution and private lawsuits, making it a misdemeanor to pose for, exhibit, or publish unlawful porn. And of course, it would define these terms to include a huge array of sexually charged adult activity, far beyond what many people would even consider pornography, they say. Oh, that's nice to know that you can uh, go to jail for viewing a photo of a naked woman. (laughs) Uh, Whoever votes for this bill should be tarred and feathered. Yeah, you want 17th century values? You're going to get some 17th century torture. This says this is part of a wave of conservative plans targeting a very broad definition of porn that threatens not just hardcore pornography, but all sorts of erotic expression. Whether or not this particular bill goes anywhere, it represents a resurgent moral panic over pornography and associated attempts to restrict it. Many of these uh, attempts have focused on requiring age verifications for porn sites, as I've covered on this podcast already. And sometimes, as with this Oklahoma bill, they attempt to drastically expand what is actually considered illegal obscenity or pornography. Way to uh, turn back the clock to 1930, everybody. I mean, <laughs> did we already have this issue? In the 1930s, obscenity was put on trial. It, was, it had to do with the literature. It was James Joyce's Ulysses, I recall. I think it was um, Tropic of Cancer by Henry Miller as well. And the judge deemed it art, not pornography. I'd imagine uh, this bill, though, is... Put forth by some people who are living in a bubble, though. Um, we have Oklahoma Republicans here. Oklahoma Senate Bill 1976 comes from State Senator Dusty Devers, a Republican who also put forth legislation to repeal no-fault divorce. Uh, this fool's measure defines unlawful porn as, quote, any visual depiction or individual image stored or contained in any format on any medium, including but not limited to film, motion picture, videotape, photograph, negative, undeveloped film, slide, photographic product, reproduction of a photographic product, play or performance. When the depiction involves basically any sort of sex act, nudity, partial nudity or sexual fetish, unlawful depictions include sexual intercourse, which is normal or perverted, along with oral and anal and masturbation also included as any lewd exhibition of the uncovered genitals buttocks or if such person is female the breast for the purpose of sexual stimulation of the viewer any depiction of physical restraints such as binding or fettering in the context of sexual conduct and the undefined category called sadomasochistic abuse so it uh, looks like uh, you can get away with everything except for nudie cave paintings <laughs> i don't know if there's any caves in oklahoma But I'd imagine that's where the wank parties are going to (laughs) be, the cave paintings. 
Everybody getting naked over torchlight. Uh, come down to my uh, speakeasy, my porn speakeasy. It's ca- it's erotic cave paintings. <laughs> wow, I can't believe I'm reading this in 2024. It says the unlawful porn definition is broad enough to include all partnered or solo porn photos and videos, even the more tame stuff, and possibly even erotic drawings. Drawings! There goes the cave painting party. Strip clubs and burlesque as well. Drag. Depictions of domination. No more strip clubs either. Yeah. These Republicans, man. (laughs) The contradiction that lies therein. The party of no big government wanting to control your private lives and your private selfies and whatever you read. Isn't that funny? This proposed law would also deploy criminal enforcement. It would be a crime to buy, procure, view, or possess any obscene materials. It says here, obscenity under Oklahoma law is currently defined roughly according to the test set forth in Miller v. California. Miller v. California, that's right, Henry Miller, the case. This is from the 1930s, bro. See? Jonesy knows some facts. It also it includes uh, any representation, performance, depiction, or description of sexual conduct that, when taken as a whole, is determined to be patently offensive as found by the average person applying contemporary community standards, as well as designed to appeal to prurient interest in sex and lacking in any serious literary, artistic, educational, political, or scientific purposes or value. So we just have to step up and say that uh, strippers are artists. There we go. We're good. Also, if you're going to send a butt selfie... Just make sure it's a very serious piece of artistic merit. <laughs> the story goes on to talk about the GOP's porn panic. Ah, they're so scared, these crystal fascists. It says, in a sea of statehouse porn panics, this new bill stands out. While a number of states have passed or considered laws relating to pornography being seen by minors, this individual's bill in Oklahoma goes several steps further and is essentially an egregious affront to free speech. Now, I'm surprised they haven't put a clause in here that makes exceptions for politicians and clergy. <laughs> or, being that this is Oklahoma, family members, is it okay to send butt selfies to my family? A teenager is facing charges for taping fish to ATMs. I'll tell you, these phishing scams are getting ridiculous, aren't they? This story is out of Salt Lake City, Utah. A teenager is in hot water after allegedly taping fish, real fish, dead fish, to ATMs in Provo and documenting the antics on social media. Wow. This guy's, uh, this kid's in some hot water here, it seems. May God have mercy on his soul. Among the displays posted online was a video that appeared to show three trout taped to a police car. All right, well, that's not an ATM, but this is very strange as far as fetishes go. I've seen weirder, but this is awfully weird. The Provo Police Department said there were roughly 13 instances where this 17-year-old taped fish to ATMs and other objects, so not just the ATMs. These fishy displays were shared on an Instagram account titled Fish Bandit 84 The account has more than 50,000 followers. My goodness, it's got more than my... My, my Instagram's got barely uh, 6,000 followers. This guy's taping fish to ATMs, 50,000 fo- followers. Uh, I got to come up with some sort of um, original idea for my Instagram. I think this is the problem. If you guys have any ideas. I'm not going to tape fish to ATMs, but I'm open to other, other ideas. What if I tape uh, Rubik's Cubes to sleeping people's faces on the bus? Do you think that would get me some followers? <laughs> Face Cube, I'll call it. Face Cube is the account. 
says it's unclear if the account creator did all of the fish taping or if they also curated content posted elsewhere online or hired someone else to tape the fish. That's that's uh, the third option. The biography of the Instagram account reads live, laugh, tape fish on ATMs. <laughs> it's pictures of the fish on the ATMs. It's so funny to see a fish taped to an ATM screen. I don't know why. It's very weird. These are two objects that you would never think would go together. A dead fish and an ATM machine. This, this, this kid's on some hallucinogens is my guess. Oh, there's a big fish on this one. Wow. Looks like a two-pound bass. <laughs> and it's duct tape. Duct tape. You got to see the photos of this. Just Google this fish tape to ATMs. Oh, this one's a lot of electrical tape. And this fish has a cigarette in its mouth. <laughs> cigarette in the in the fish's mouth <laughs> i'm so impressed about this that you could even tape a fish to an atm i didn't even think it was possible i thought you have to use a hammer and a nail oh the cigarette in the mouth is amazing though i mean I, it, in my opinion this is too funny to prosecute yeah there should be a loophole this is humor trumps all now we were gonna we were gonna prosecute you but it, yeah it was so funny okay and only fish were harmed in the stunt Right? There's no cruelty to animal charges against fish, from my understanding. Now, according to the police, this teenager is facing two charges of property damage and two charges stemming from the cost of cleanup. Uh, looks like this teenager is awaiting the scales of justice, and I'm sure the police won't flounder. Do you think this kid is guilty? What do you think about all that? <laughs> A TikTok account under the same name also shows videos of fish taped to ATMs or other objects as well, such as the back of a bathroom stall door. Some of the fish in these videos have cigarettes in their mouths as well. Whoa. Is it the same perpetrator? <laughs> when asked why, this individual said, oh, I did it just for the halibut. Here's Jonesy, and I'm highly caffeinated. Why? Well, you guys know caffeine fuels me and my podcast. I've already had two cups of coffee. And my new source of morning energy, Magic Mind. That's right. It's amazing. And it's a nice coffee alternative. It increases my focus, keeps my energy going, all in a little green shot, which is good for my acid reflux because when I start sucking down that third, fourth cup of coffee, the reflux really gets me. This is a great alternative. Keeping your energy going without that reflux and without the jitters of coffee as well. Magic Mind is a green shot. It's delicious. It has healthy ingredients like vitamins B and C and matcha. And for my listeners of the Weird AF News podcast who are coffee addicts like me but want to try a healthy alternative, Magic Mind helps you cut back a little bit. Now, I have a campaign going for the month of January. If you uh, purchase three-month subscription of Magic Mind, you get one month free. Uh, go to magicmind.com slash Jan Jonesy, J-A-N Jonesy, one word, for the month of January. Use the code FUNNYJONES20. You'll get 20% off, which gets you a total of 75% off, and the offer is only good till the end of January. Three-month subscription, one month free of Magic Mind. Give it a try and help crush your New Year's resolutions with the help of Magic Mind. Yay! Hello, my loyal listeners. And friends of the Weird AF News podcast, thanks for spending a bit of your day with me. I appreciate your time. I want to give thanks and praise to someone who bought me coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com. It's Nurse Kim from Philly. Nurse Kim has been a supporter of the show for a, a number of years, so big shout out to Nurse Kim from Philly. She bought me coffees and wrote me a nice little 
nice little note here. A coffee for each of your songs. Credit card debit. Please sing that one again. It's an oldie, but damn hilarious and relatable. Gator song, every Friday. New Bigfoot song, love you, Jonesy. Well, Nurse Kim likes the songs. Uh, plot twist, the Bigfoot song isn't new. It's a song I wrote, uh, I think it was nearly two years ago when I did a Bigfoot hunting story. And then I went and dug it out for yesterday's segment about Bigfoot. I just thought it would be uh, appropriate. Uh, it took me a while to find the damn thing. I didn't realize how old it was. The credit card debit song. I need to do a search for that, Nurse Kim. Thanks for bringing that to my attention. I've forgotten the songs I've written for the show. Usually I just sit in the cl- I grab the guitar and I quickly improv something for like a minute and then I just I, I post it and then I never think of it again. Except for the alligator song, obviously, because I keep posting that one. But I've forgotten about the other ones. If you guys remember any of them, please send me a message. I'll dig them all up and maybe I'll put together a little... A little um, I don't know, maybe in some MP3s of all the songs I wrote. I should actually rec- finish them. <laughs> like, the Bigfoot song needs uh, needs to be finished. It's not quite there. You can see that it's like a skeleton of some sort of song, but it's it's not quite done. Uh, I got some messages about the, uh, the Bigfoot song. Ed Brewster sent me an email saying, Hey, Jonesy, just wanted to let you know that Bigfoot song had me cracking up. Your songs are hilarious. Stay awesome. Thank you, Ed. Uh, David Dick sent me an email saying the hunting Bigfoot song needs a spot on the best of album Jonesy. Yeah. Yeah. Just talking about that, David. So appreciate that. Uh, Dan cop sent me an email saying, uh, with an article for the podcast. And then said, by the way, I love the Bigfoot song you performed during yesterday's episode. I had to listen to it multiple times. Each time I spit out my coffee and laughter, keep up the great work, Jonesy. Shout out to Dan cop for dropping me a little message as well. Uh, very nice guys. Appreciate that. Uh, so I suppose, I suppose, um, I should put these songs together. So if you can remember any of the songs I've written, uh, that'll help me in my search to, to find out where they are. I got an email from someone named Osaki who wrote the black bear song was so funny, Jonesy. I had to replay it twice. Such a great way to start the morning. Thank you, Jonesy. Did I write a black bear song? I don't think I wrote a black bear song. Did I? I think I parodied another song about it. Uh, yeah, I could write, I guess I could write a, a black bear song. I think he means that, oh, that was the segment that the Bigfoot song was in. So that you're talking, you're, you're referring to the Bigfoot song, not the black bear song. Now I got it. Piecing it together with my slow brain. All right. Well, before I go, I'll just say that if you'd like to support the show, go to my website, weirdafnews.com, where you can join the Patreon, buy me a coffee, or just, uh, Subscribe to Magic Mind. There's a link in the description of this podcast or just go to magicmind.com slash Jonesy and use my code funnyjones20. Get a subscription of Magic Mind. That makes them happy and then they'll continue to sponsor my show, which would be sweet because I'm about to lose a sponsor. So that would be nice to keep it going. Anyways, I appreciate all of you for spending this time with the Weird AF News podcast. You're wonderful, wonderful people and supporters of the show and I'm so grateful for every one of you. I appreciate you very much. Please tell a friend, and I'll see you tomorrow. And good luck with your life, man.